Welcome to Whiskey and Wonder. All right. Welcome into Whiskey and Wonder. Hi. I think this is episode uh, 15. Uh, it'll be 16. 16? Yeah, 16. And we've lost count, guys. We've, we've got <laughs> I think many. we lost count on like episode 7. So. Yeah, we can't count past 7. <laughs> uh, I'm Tyler, and that over there is Megan. Hi, I'm Megan. You can see her now. I know, it's you terrifying. You can see me. Look at his glorious beard. Let's shave it off. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still getting used to where the cameras are and everything. <laughs> um, so, obviously, we have cameras now. Yeah. For anybody that's listening to this on a podcast, you can find us on YouTube. We are Whiskey and Wonder, I think. Let me uh, double check that real quick. <laughs> We're super uh, prepared. Yes. Whiskey and Wonder with an ampersand. I don't know if that's going to make a difference searching for us, but uh, it's an ampersand instead of the word and. If necessary, I will change that. But yes, so we got some right. cameras and we are... Live and recording this, I have a camera on myself, a camera on Megan, just because of the way the room is laid out and my desk is laid out. Can't get both of us in one shot without it being like a completely sidelong shot. <laughs> so, And you would see all of my computer screen and mostly my back because I sit here and either read notes or mess with the sounds uh, on the computer screen. So I figure it's probably good if we each have our own little camera. Yeah. So, like I said, Megan's over there. Hi. And she's on the other side of the table from me. Hi. So I'm Megan. <laughs> she's Megan. Give her a round of applause, guys. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're excited to uh, get this thing up on YouTube. I know we're a little... Uh, we've had it out on the audio. I don't want to say we're a little late. We've had it on audio, but we haven't gotten it up on YouTube yet. We're... We're getting the audio out there. This is going to be our first one to go on YouTube, so we're excited about that. You guys, yeah. feel free to smash that subscribe button, hit the like. Um, we got a couple of announcements apart from the YouTube. Yeah, we whatnot. do. Uh, we have, wait, which order are we doing this in? I didn't write the order. Okay, well, <laughs> I'll... I just for the, wrote... For the first time ever, we devised a itinerary for the show. Tyler did a lot better than I did. As you can see, it's going really well. <laughs> I keep looking at myself on the screen. That's why my eyes are darting. I keep looking over at the camera, yeah, which is why I'm like side-eyeing you guys every so often. Like, oh my God. <laughs> We're going to get used to this, I promise. <laughs> um, so uh, we want to talk about our, our end of year special. We got yes. something planned. We're going to do a special episode that is going to come out on December 31st. Uh, we'll probably make it come out sometime in the evenings. Yeah. Eight-ish, nine-ish. Yeah, eight, so nine can, Eastern time. Yeah, so that while you're getting good and drunk for the uh, New Year's on your whiskey, you can listen to us. Yeah. And what we're going to do, if you follow our Instagram, um you saw that we got an amazing gift from friend Shelby, by the way. Yay, friend Shelby, yes, thank friend you. friend Shelby, thank you so much. I'm going to hold off on the applause for a brief moment oh, because okay. that was such a great gift. It was. I want to say it without the applause. All right. Thank you, Shelby. That was wonderful. Yes, that was. Thank you, Shelby. That's for you. <laughs> I had to look at the look at the screen to make sure. <laughs> Maybe I should put this screen over here so it looks like I'm looking at the camera. Yeah, that's even better. All right. So um, 
Shelby got us this awesome decanter and whiskey glass set with our logo etched on there. Um, Again, a logo that Megan hand drew. Yes. She designed it. That is awesome. It took a lot of time, and it still is not perfect, but... I think it's pretty damn perfect. Oh, well, thank you, Anyway, you're welcome. Um, So we got this amazing decanter set. If you want to see it, check out... Did you put it on Instagram Mm -hmm. on the story or on a post? It's on our story, but it's on the story where it's saved. Okay, so it is a post, too? Yeah. Okay, cool. So you can check that out on our Instagram. Um, What we're planning for the end of year special is Megan and I are each going to choose two whiskeys from uh, this year that we've done so far. So this is episode 16. That'll be 16 whiskeys we have to choose from. And I will admit there is at least two, maybe three off the top of my head. Well, all the Flaviar trials. Yeah. So that's three. And then at least two more I can think of we do not have off of the, we don't have any more of it. But we can figure out a way to get some more oh, yeah. if that's one of our two favorites. Oh, yeah, definitely. But we're each going to pick a f- uh, two favorites, and then we're going to have almost like a... We're going to re... Re-taste taste them. Taste them, re-rate them. I think we're going to try to do it with uh, the ice balls. Yes. Just to give it a little bit of a change, see how that affects everything. Mm-hmm. Um, And we're going to essentially narrow it down a la... Uh, March Madness style, yeah, to one whiskey of the year. Yep, and that whiskey is going to sit in the decanter. Yep, for the rest of twenty twenty one, and that'll be whiskey until, of the year until we do it again in, in the end in December of twenty twenty one. So it will be the whiskey of the year. It'll be in the decanter set, and we'll get a picture of that up um, once it's once done. it's done. Yeah, but that is we're really looking forward to doing that. Yes, um, I have to. Move this. Oh, wait. Let me just do this. I covered up my schedule with the camera, <laughs> with the with the Whip. picture of me. All right. So um, you want to talk about what you got right in front of you there? Yes. So finally, we have stickers. Yay. You want to bring that in a little closer to the camera? There you go. Right there. That's right perfect. Right there? All yeah, right. That's perfect. These are our stickers. They are... Um, like actual bottle they're shaped. Bottle shaped. They're not square. Yep. Yeah. Bottle so the, shaped. The bottle shape comes off. Yes. Um. There is a white, small white border around it, so it can go on blacked out windows. Um. If you look at our Instagram, you will see where friend Dave has put his uh sticker on the back of his Jeep. So thank you, friend Dave, for the support. You're friend awesome. Dave, we love you. That is awesome. Is that the first sticker? Friend Dave, you got the first sticker. The very first. You got one before Megan and I did. Yeah, that's that's for you. I expect you to be watching us on YouTube. By the Probably. way, yes. I'm, I'm 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 putting that challenge out there too. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're excited for those. I think we're gonna do a. We're gonna do essentially, this episode is gonna come out. We're uh, we're recording it on December December twentieth, so it's going to come out on the twenty. It'll come out on the twenty eighth. So what we're going to do is offer anybody that gets a hold of us, whether it's via Instagram, email, email, Twitter, however you reach out to us, even in person. Yes, Uh, if you reach reach out to us before 
the 4th. So exactly one week from when this episode drops, we will give you a sticker for free. Yes. After the 4th, they'll be put on our website uh, for $3 a sticker. Yes. And that price may go down in the future, just depending on how much it costs us to get the stickers. Yeah, we'll... Um, We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yep. But we're excited to have the stickers. Um, In addition to that, we're trying to get some t-shirts made up soon. Yes. And as Megan alluded to, uh, we have purchased the domain name whiskeyandwonder.com. We are just currently developing a website for it. Yep. So it's in the works. So by the time this episode drops, challenging myself and you, whiskeyandwonder.com will be live. That's my goal. All right. That's a That's big a goal. week from today. I can We can do it. We can get this done. Yeah. It's um, going to be the week of Christmas, so we have some time off. Yes. Oh, yeah, but my family's coming to town. That's going to... Womp womp. I'll have the weekend. Anyway, um, with all that being said, and that's a great segue into our plans for the future. We are looking at having some premium content on this website. Um, we're not sure exactly on a time frame for this, but this is an, kind of an idea at yeah. the moment. Yeah, of, something we literally talked about 30 minutes ago. Yep, and essentially it would be premium content, exclusive stuff that only people that pay would get access to. Yes, um, our, uh, we'll have a Patreon set up and our, you know, our PayPal is set up. Yeah. It, essentially, it would be, you know, nothing outrageous, maybe no, like five bucks $5 a month. $5 a month, and you'll get access to our premium content. Yep. And um, we're, we have a couple ideas of what some premium stuff would be. Maybe, maybe if you're a first time joiner, that'll get you a t shirt for free. Yeah. Or something like that, or a sticker or something. Um, we will see, but we do have a one idea for sure of something we want to do for premium. Yes. Uh, content, but that's stuff that comes yeah. later on down the road. So, just wanted to put it out there, let you guys know we are thinking about stuff like that and trying to, yep, trying to get get this done. Um, it's rolling. It is it's rolling. Going. It's. It, I feel like it's snowballing. It's and it's it makes going, me so happy. I know. I can't I stop know. smiling. Like we're, it's getting popular. I'm, I'm gonna start crying, and I'm oh. on camera, so I'm not going to. So well, let's uh, right. move on. So I want to say. To everybody that's listening, this is not in the itinerary. This is me going off off script like old Papa Trump. Um, <laughs> anyway, I just want to say we're at 476 listens, guys. You guys are killing it on the listens. Every day I sit here and go, uh, I'm that much closer to shaving my beard off. We're almost 2,500 and almost he shaves his there. beard. I'm so excited. A fifth of the way there. I am not at all looking forward to it, I am. <laughs> to be honest. I think it's going to be great. Um, with that being said, though, uh, especially about the sticker thing, if you want the sticker, reach out to us before January 4th. Uh, we'll get you one for free, even if we have to mail it to you. Yes. It, um, that's So people listening in Colorado, California, I know there's a few of you guys. Uh, we have a couple listeners in Scotland. Um if what? you want one, we have out. listeners in Scotland. We have listeners in Scotland. That is awesome. Shout out to y'all. I had no idea we had people that far away listening. Yep. That is so cool. Uh, please write us. Let us know what it's like. I've never been to Scotland. I always wanted to go. Let me know. Scotland what it's like is there. my dream country. So, yeah. Let me know what it's like there. Write us, send us an email. Um, 
But that actually transitions perfect. Get in touch with us. You can find us uh, at, uh, uh, at on Instagram. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Instagram at Whiskey Podcast, or you can find me as uh, at whiskey.tyler. And Megan still hasn't made one yet. I have a very complicated name that is getting changed to a name that's relating to the podcast. Okay. So Fair my enough. current personal Instagram is going to be my other email, Instagram, Instagram email. You know, you can make like a separate one. I know, but why okay. would I? I did. I know you did, but why would okay. I? Oh, fair enough. I I'd, mean. I just want to let you know it's an option. I know, but everything I post, like I'm, I am, I would say the geek of this relationship. Um, I post Dungeons and Dragons okay. stuff. I'm Dungeon Master. Um, I post lots of dog things. There's. I don't think that makes you a geek. I post, hey, I have a. I have a dog too, you know. <laughs> That's just fair. Messing with you. Yes. Um, I post lots of different dogs though. I know. I'm, my day job. I am so bad at social media, but I'm getting better. I'm trying, guys. He's posted a bit this I, week. I have. Um, uh, I've I would say honestly, I've posted two thirds of yeah. this stuff. Yeah, definitely. Not, not trying to throw shade, but I am trying. I am getting better. She, hey. What was that face? I saw it in the camera. I didn't even see. <laughs> I didn't even see you. Nothing. Don't worry about it, bro. Oh, uh, you guys really need to check us out on YouTube. This is this is so much fun. Even if nobody watches on YouTube, I'm having fun with the cameras. All right. Um, that's all that matters. So, uh, yeah, like I said, that's where we are on. That's where we are on Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Whiskey and One Day. Uh, again, Whiskey and Wonder without the R. Twitter's stupid. Um, you can find me at Tyler underscore whiskey. Um, email us. Uh, like I said, reach out to us, email us. We have an awesome email drop, um, that we're just itching to use that we might get to use later. You don't know yet. Yeah, we'll see. Um, email Um, us at whiskey and wonder at gmail, uh, not at whiskey and wonder. Wow. Try again. Yeah. I have too many, too many of these at things in front of it (laughs) over here. Whiskey and wonder at gmail.com. Um, you, uh, I've got coming soon whiskey and wonder.com. So check us out there. Hopefully by the time this airs on, the it 20th, will be up by the time this airs. 8th. If it, if I'm up till 3am on Sunday night before it'll be up. All right. Um, and then PayPal is paypal.me slash whiskey and wonder. And we're going to work on getting a Patreon set up as well. And maybe even Especially a discord for the, uh, Stickers premium content or for the premium content. Yeah. And for stickers and whatnot afterwards, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully the website will have a store on it though. So we will keep you posted on that as we, as we figure that out. Yep. Um, all right. I think with all that good stuff said, I think it's time to get started with the meat. All right. Reason why episode. you guys are all here. Yes. Opening the bottle. All right. So uh, we mentioned Shelby earlier. We did. Friend Shelby. Friend Shelby with the amazing decanter gift. This is a recommendation from her brother. Yes. Um, I believe his name was John. I think is his name. John, I'm sorry if I got your name wrong. Shelby's brother. <laughs> anyway, it's Basil Hayden. Um, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. 
I don't know if you guys can check out the YouTube. If you're on YouTube, I'm holding the bottle up to the thing. here. It's a very pretty bottle. It is a lovely bottle. I like it. I think I'm going to love this. I hope so. Did you read anything about Basil Hayden? Look up anything, tasting anything? Nope. Oh, my God. We completely forgot to look up the notes. It tastes good, y'all, I'm sure. It looks like it's going to taste good. I've never had this, so I can't say for sure. But I don't know how to spell Basil Hayden. Like that? <laughs> 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 I just, for those that can't see the video, I just held, okay. the, held the bottle up towards Uh Let's. Oh, does this have, okay, thank God. I thought it had a like a like a wine bottle, like a cork. Oh god! To, I was like, God, I don't have a wine opener. All right. So Megan's looking that up. I'm messing with this bottle, trying to get it open here. Oh yeah, I can hear it coming. It's about to. It's about. I'm gonna try to get this. Hold on. I heard it. Oh yeah, I heard it too. Nice, nice. I'm so glad we got a full bottle of this. I'm going to, I think I'm going to love this. That's what I'm talking about, y'all. Woo. Give me a little bit less than that because that looks like one of your fingers and a half. Maybe. Yeah. That is a solid one of my fingers. No, that's a little bit more than a finger. All right. All so, right. Drinks are poured. So um, what I'm about to read, I literally just pulled up on Google as all this was happening. So if this isn't true, I'm sorry, Basil Hayden. Uh, Basil Hayden bourbon is one of four bourbons that com- uh, that comprise Jim Bean's small batch bourbon collection. So this is uh, distilled at Jim Bean. Uh Basil Hayden is created using Jim Bean's high rye mash bill that is found in Old Grandad and Old Grandad 114. So Basil Hayden is named after the late master distiller, Baser Hayden Sr., who is known for his use of high rye bourbon mash bills. Baser? Basil. Okay, you said Baser. Did I? Yeah. Mint basil. Okay. I don't know how to read... Um, what does it smell like? Have you smelled yours? I have not smelled mine. I caught a couple whiffs, but I didn't pay attention to it. Nice. Like on purpose. So Okay. Um, just um yeah. Let me let me stop what I'm looking up so that I can smell it and give you my opinion before it's okay. biased. Oh. Rude. Well, I was looking up the <laughs> notes. Oh yeah, don't do that. It smells good. I don't know what I'm smelling, but it smells good. Her nose is broke today, guys. Hmm. What do you smell? Uh, spice. Honestly, yeah. it's like I, I don't want to say it's burning my nose hairs, but it's almost burning my nose hairs. Um, it's oh, it's definitely spicy, peppery. I, I'm gonna take this moment to interject here, guys. If you see me turn off and um. Randomly just kind of turn away for a minute. Disaster. What? You. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So I, I did a test run with this. We're running the cameras and the recording software off of my computer. And it crashed twice. 
and the third time it ran for two hours with no issues. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save what we're doing just in case it crashes. So if I look away, that's what I'm doing. I'm just gonna save it to my desktop. I don't know what that is. Okay. All right. So I'll... good. I had I'm just I had to do the save as the first time because I'm not smart enough to save it before we start recording. That's okay. Um. All right. So sniffing wise, I smell. Walnuts. I think it's walnuts. That's in what I ended up pointing out. Um, and like a spicy, peppery-ness. Um, and a little bit of maybe like a a peach. Like a hint of peach. Um, or something in the peach family. I'm getting like a mint. A mint? Um, yeah. Maybe that's the pepper, though. I think that's the pepper. I don't get any mint at all. Yeah, it just smells kind of bourbony. Yeah, it smells like bourbon, guys. Yeah, it smells. Yeah, it smells like bourbon. It smells delicious. Burny, a little oaky, earthy. Maybe not. Maybe oaky is not the right word. Earthy. Hmm, interesting. So I've got it up here. All right. What are we supposed to be smelling? Cornbread, menthol, and dark fruit hit first on the nose. Menthol. Mint. Well, you were right about that. Um, fo- followed by figgy pudding, stewed plums, and cinnamon, highlighting a very slight pepper and punch. Okay, no walnuts, huh? No. Well, I smell walnuts. I don't so. smell plums, cinnamon, and I don't even know what figgy pudding is, except I want somebody to bring it to me and bring it to me now. <laughs> Tis the season. Huh. I smell walnuts. I don't know. Maybe I'm insane. I smell walnuts. It smells good. I like it. I don't smell cornbread. All I get is really the menthol and the pepper. Yeah, that's all I'm getting out of that. Nothing fruity. All right. Let's um, see. All right. That's an interesting. Huh. That's interesting. I don't I don't know how to feel about it yet. Hmm. There's I'm, this is this is thrilling audio. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Uh, dun, dun. We never we never claim to be good at this, guys. No, this is only episode <laughs> 16. Sorry. We're still learning. We're a two-man team. I'm there's like an aftertaste that's really nostalgic for some reason. I don't know why for me. I don't know what it is. You're right. It's I we've had aftertastes similar to this on the podcast already. Um did you get the hold on, I need to I need to feel the front note taste the front notes again. It's kind of when I when I first taste it, it's kind of almost bland. Like the very first sip I get. Mm-mm, no, it doesn't I get, hit me. I get fruit. I get sweet and fruit on the first sip, and then it goes to uh kind of a I don't want to say uh, toasty, 
kind of like a toast, grainy. Like a cornbread. Mm, I don't really no. get cornbread. It's like, well, it's like, I don't want to say burnt toast, but like dry toast. Okay. Is what I get. And then at the end is peppery. The okay. pepper is similar to last week's. It's lingering in my throat. Yeah. When I'm tasting, you know, just kind of. Yeah. Letting it, letting it settle in my mouth for a minute. Um, well, I, I do. There is sweet um, at first after you said that, but I can't identify what the sweet is. It just, it's like sugar. It's just sweet. Um, and then it goes into like a savory, toasty type taste. Um, I was thinking something like maybe cornbread or English muffin, some type of bakery thing you'd have with dinner. Um, and then it ends with the peppery, um, slightly menthol-y taste. So do you want to know what, did you look up the notes? No. As well? Okay. No, I was going to let you do that. Okay. So... Silky roasted pear, baked walnut stuffed apples. Walnuts! <laughs> I saw walnuts. that and I was like, after I took my second sip, I was like, oh my God, she was right. Go figure. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, I'm, I'm am amazed. I'm a brilliant person. I am amazed because the, the nose mentioned nothing about walnuts, but you were able to pick that out. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, baking spice warming is the front. Um, okay. It's, um, uh, this says neither corn, oak, nor charcoal. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Neither corn, oak, or char pull it in one direction. So there's kind of okay. an influence it's, of all of those in yeah, the mid notes. That's okay. I misread that. That's, I get that. And then yeah. it's a, um, Rounded out by cinnamon and golden raisin. Okay. All right. Well. Wait a minute. Is this the right? Is this the yeah, right yeah, one? Yeah, that's the right one. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. They had a picture of a different whiskey at the bottom. And I was like, the fuck? But yeah, no, it's the right one. It was an advertisement. Um, <laughs> it says uh, the final finish is vegetal with celery and savory Polenta. Okay. I don't know what that is. I didn't get no cell. Well, maybe I've get a, got a lingering taste of celery. Maybe. But I don't like celery, so I don't eat celery very often. I don't remember what it tastes like that well. Tastes like celery. If if you burp, do you get pear? I don't know if I can make myself burp. <laughs> I got a vanilla Coke here, so I'm going to try it. um overall so far so good um you got some some whiskey to sip on as you learned me something today so yes you burped and tasted pear no i didn't burp and taste pear oh i burped and tasted vanilla coke (laughs) so hashtag not sponsored yes um i just you know Vanilla Coke Zero is the drink of the gods. Um, anyway, with that being said, since we've got the cameras here today for the first time, 
and don't expect this to be a regular. I just happen to know a lot about this subject. I'm doing this based off memory. Normally I have notes. Um, I figure it would be more convincing, look more like we're having a conversation. Okay. So okay. what I am going to teach you about today is the history of NASCAR. Oh, my God. But <laughs> I am going to teach you the behind-the-scenes history of NASCAR that NASCAR doesn't want to admit is there. Now you have me interested. I told you from a certain now perspective. Now you have you me like interested. It. Okay. Though, you picked this topic for my dad, didn't you? I did not. I picked this topic because I procrastinated and waited till the last minute. For those that don't know, I am... Ah, fuck it. I'm 27 years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I hate so that I'm I, older than you. I stopped watching NASCAR when I was just a few years ago, right before Dale Jr. retired. So about, you know, 2017, 2016, 2017. So I've watched NASCAR since I was like two years old. That was, I grew up on it. So I've been a NASCAR fan for over 20 years. Okay. I actually got back into it this year with uh, some of the young drivers and the pandemic and everything. No other sports being on. Okay. Um, so if you, I, I say all that to say I have 20 years of listening to NASCAR's version of how they started. Okay. I think the main reason why my dad has come to Charlotte to visit me is because it's the home of NASCAR. Yeah. I think if I had decided to move to like, Wisconsin or somewhere else, he would not nearly be as excited to come see me. Well, because NASCAR is his favorite thing in the world. Megan's so. dad, this one's for you then. That's exactly why I chose this. <laughs> um, right. All right. So I want to know the juicy details. Let me, let me, let me start by saying where I got a lot of this information. Your noggin. Um, no, I was fortunate enough to have been in college. Uh, I went to college in Charlotte, North Carolina, NASCAR, home of NASCAR, basically. Um, and by my senior year, I was basically done with all my electives in my major. And I just had like two or three major classes I needed to take to graduate. So that meant the electives that I did have, I could take whatever I wanted. So naturally, I took the easiest possible classes I could find. Of course you did. And one of those classes happened to be NASCAR history. Work smarter, not harder. Lo and behold, this class was taught by, uh, he was Richard Petty's personal photographer all through the 60s and 70s. Ooh. This guy was in tight with the king himself. And I've met the king a couple of times. He tried to run me over with his car. That's a different <laughs> story for a different time. Um, what? <laughs> I, I am not bullshitting. He tried to intimidate me with his car and stopped about a foot. I was working at the speedway. He stopped a foot short of me and I walked around the car like it was blacked out. I couldn't see who was inside. Who's got the cajones, cajones to try and hit me? And I walked out, I walked, the window rolls down and I see a cowboy hat. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the king. All right, you can go through. I'm not mad. Go ahead. Anyway. Um, wow. Okay. So... This guy was Richard Petty's personal photographer. So he, in the 60s and 70s, and so he heard all these stories from the people that partook in it. All right. 
before they censored and became politically correct in NASCAR. All right. So if you go and listen to NASCAR's version of their origins, you'll get something along the lines of a bunch of moon um, bootleg moonshine bootleggers mm-hmm. gathered on weekends to see who had the fastest moonshine car. And yeah. it quickly grew. It evolved into um, racing, racing yeah. on dirt tracks and then speedways and whatnot. They don't tell you, they kind of sh- try to shy away from the bootlegging. You know, they just kind of mention it and it evolved. They don't tell you all the behind the scenes, unorthodox um, illegalities that were happening to make this happen. Besides the bootlegging? Besides the bootlegging. There's a lot worse stuff than bootlegging. Um, so okay. Color me intrigued. I am going to start by saying, if you want more detail on this, get this book. I'm holding it up to the camera for YouTubers. It's called Driving with the Devil by Neil Thompson. It is a great book. Um, I had to read it for that NASCAR class, and I skimmed through it and read a couple chapters this week just to refresh my memory on a couple things. So this book starts with, it, it basically tells the story of Raymond Park, Parks, sorry, who... To make a long story short, was the first ever NASCAR team owner, so to okay. speak. Okay. NASCAR actually did get its start from bootleggers gathering in fields, seeing who had the fastest car. Raymond Parks essentially backed the formation of NASCAR as okay. a, an official sanctioning body. So Raymond Parks started, he was a Georgia boy, he grew up. Uh, just in a rough home. His father was a drunk. His mother died early, and he left home, ended up working in a garage, fell in love with cars, make a long story short. He ended up getting into unethical business and was running moonshine. He had car. He had bought cars and had people running moonshine for him. He okay. was running. Um, so he was like the head. He was like the. He was like the, the southern. Boss. Yes, he was like the southern um, kingpin. Al Pacino. Okay. He, they had whorehouses. They had gambling. All right. Houses. They, he was the that southern guy, but mob. He was like the southern mob, the southern gentleman, but he ran all these things in the background. Okay. So He's probably he, a little dirty. Yes, he was actually. He was a very clean cut guy. Um, well. But he was involved. He considered it business. Um, in the times, business. you know, this is this is shortly after prohibition um, was eased up, and it was still illegal to make your own liquor. So naturally, he had his cousins Lloyd C. and Roy Hall, who were both moonshine runners. Uh, they started racing, and he got uh, brought in Red Vote. V-O-G-T. Red Vote was a kid from, I believe he was a little older than the other two. He was from, I think it was Colorado. I think he was out from Colorado, where you're from. Okay. And um, he came out, like I said, guys, I'm doing this off memory, so if you want more detail, definitely read that book. It's a good read. Um, 
he was amazing with a motor. This is right about the time the, the Ford V8s were coming out. People were souping them up. He, I remember one quote in the book was that he saw it as a living, breathing mechanism, and he understood how it needed air and how it needed to let air out, and he was able to get the most out of his cars and their motors because of that. Um, so essentially, Raymond Parks builds up this sin empire in the South. He's making money hand over foot. Um, and he ends up funding cars in these local races. This is before NASCAR ever came along. It was just pure rednecks gathering in a field racing their cars. <laughs> to, you know, not not make light of it, but that's what it was. Just good old boys on a Sunday got together just to blow off some steam. I just hear banjo music playing. Um, anyway, so naturally, they uh, people started showing up, taking tickets. You know, you got to pay a dollar to see this. Yep. And so that evolved into prize money. And so people started taking it real serious. Enter Raymond Parks with his two cousins and the motors he's getting, the cars he's having built by Red Bull. Uh, vote. These two drivers, Lloyd C. and Roy Hall, dominated. This is in the 1930s, so during the Depression. These guys are doing what they can to survive, except for Parks. He's like kingpin, but <laughs> He's, you know, he has all the money. You know, in Depression, you got to do what you got to do. But um, so these guys are dominating, and there's a, a gentleman that also races named Bill France which if you know anything about NASCAR, you'll know that's the guy that founded NASCAR. Bill Fred, Big Bill, Bill French Sr. Um, so these guys are running locally all around the South throughout Georgia, Alabama, you know, until the start of World War II. It just so happened um, during, prior to the war, Lloyd C. was shot and killed over a a moonshine deal gone wrong. Aye, aye, aye. And Roy Hall, Roy Hall had a temper and was always in trouble with the law. He was a loose cannon, whereas C was more mild-mannered and wanted to race more. Um, It was to the point where Roy Hall was even racing under aliases so that the cops wouldn't find him. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so... This is all through the 30s. World War II comes along. And Parks ends up serving in uh, the 394th Infantry Regiment. And if any, any World War II folks are, if that number rings a bell, that's because they served in the Battle of the Bulge. So oh. he actually fought in the Battle of the Bulge in World War II. Raymond Parks did. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Red Vogt, during the war, um, served as a, his, his, it wasn't really clear if he actually was in the army or if he just repaired vehicles for them. I think he just repaired vehicles out of his shop 24-7 for the army because he was like the best mechanic in Georgia, basically. Um, if not the South. Nice. Nice. Um, and there's another guy we haven't really talked about yet. I'm sorry. There's two Reds. There's Red Vogt and Red Byron. Okay. 
I got them mixed up. Red Byron is from Colorado. Okay. Um, Red Byron ended up serving in the Pacific. He was in the American Air Corp and was a tail gunner on a B-24 bomber and ended up getting disabled in the war. Like he had, uh, he got, his plane was attacked and he ended up with a leg injury. I don't remember all the details on that part, which kind of made it, he was, he was another driver. So the five big players at this point are the two Reds, Red Byron driver, Mm -hmm. Red Red Vote, the mechanic. Yep. Ray Parks, the guy owning the cars. The kingpin. Lloyd. No. Yeah. Lloyd C, who is actually dead at this point. And. Roy Hall and Bill France, so six players, five. If you take if you away, take away Lloyd, same. yep. Um, at this point, during the '30s, prior to this, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place, guys. Bill France had organized races on the Daytona Beach, but previously, another gentleman uh, with a funny name that I don't remember had done it, um, and he had essentially, and this was a common practice at the time collected the purse, promised the purse to the drivers, collected all the money, and then left during the middle of the race. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it didn't pay anybody. He did that oh. twice, and the city ended up losing like $20,000 on the first race and a couple hundred on the second race. So Bill France took over. Damn Ponzi scheme. Exactly. Um, Bill France took over organizing these races to the point where like his family was doing everything from cleaning up afterwards to selling tickets excuse me, to everything they could possibly do. Um, and it ended up starting to be profitable. Then the war hits. All these guys go off and serve. Come back from the war. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I left out a note. Bill France was a foreman at, um, um, damn, a Navy shipyard. That's what it was. Damn, okay. I, I should I should have done notes on this guy. Should have done some notes, but yeah. that's all right. It's all right. I'm doing it off the top of my head. I I think I'm doing a damn good job for that. So far, I am impressed. I'm also interested. Yeah. So so naturally, NASCAR wants to stay away from the image of Raymond Parks. He is in the NASCAR Hall of Fame as a as the original team owner, but that's it. They don't want to include how he funded his everything, team, but he did more than just fund his team. Once they came back from the war, Bill France called together, I believe it was two dozen folks Mm -hmm. that were heavily involved in the sport across the South. And he called them together and they met in Daytona for three days at a a hotel. I believe it was owned by Henry Flagler, who has come up before in the um, Standard Oil suck. Mm -hmm. He was part of one of their partnerships Mm-hmm. Um, in this meeting, they formalized NASCAR. They formalized that there were two divisions, a strictly stock and a grand national division. All right. the strictly stock had to be uh, a car from the previous year or current year model. Okay. Um, that's hence stock car racing. Yes, yes. makes sense. Yeah. I get it. The, the phrase, if it wins on Sunday, it'll sell on Monday. Um, <laughs> I like that. Was born. <laughs> and so one aspect that allowed Bill France to do this was Ray Parks' backing. Ray Parks backed Bill France so that he could go in and actually pay the drivers and pay purses 
unlike these other promoters. By the way, one of these other promoters, if you're from the Charlotte area, you'll know this name, or if you're involved with NASCAR, Bruton Smith. Oh, hey, Bruton Smith Boulevard. Bruton Smith owns um, Speedway Motorsports. So okay. he owns Charlotte Motor Speedway, Atlanta Motor Speedway, and a handful of others that are used. A matter of fact, I'm pretty sure there's only about four or five on the entire NASCAR circuit that aren't owned by either the France family or Bruton Smith. Okay. Wow. Bruton Smith was one of these unscrupulous promoters who would up and leave halfway through the race with the money. <laughs> from asshole. My understanding. Okay. Um so Parks is officially backing France now. This allowed France, as I said, to guarantee purses, which made the races all the more popular. I bet. Get that money. Um by this point, Roy Hall is out of the picture. I don't remember if it was from being in jail or dead, frankly. Okay, um, he's gone. He's gone. Adios. Red Byron is now driving for Ray Parks. I believe the first year that the NASCAR officially ran after they sanctioned, I think they sanctioned it was 1948, and 1949 was the first year, if I'm not mistaken. So Red Byron actually won the championship that year. Good on driving, you, Red. Driving with a contraption rigged up by Red Vogue for his wounded knee or wounded leg so that he could keep his foot on the clutch because he didn't have any strength in his left leg. That's so cool. Yep. And That's so cool. Ray Park, <laughs> Raymond Parks was uh, owner of that team, and I believe the guy that came in second was Fonty Flock, who uh, him and his brother were at that meeting and well-known around the racing, stock car racing circuit. Um before it was organized in the NASCAR, and I think Fonty Flock's car was also owned by Ray Parks, Raymond Parks. Sounds um, like he owned everything. So NASCAR was officially formed mm-hmm. with the two, uh, the two series, the Strictly Stock and the Grand National. The Strictly Stock went on to become the, I think it's the Monster Cup series now. It went to be the big leagues. And okay. the other one went on to be the Bush Series, the second one down, the Nationwide, or fuck, it's Xfinity now. They changed sponsorship so much. I thought the Bush was like the big one. Is it not the big one? No. It, when I was growing up, it was the Winston, uh, Winston Cup Series. Then it went to like Nextel and then Sprint and then Monster. And it's just, that's that's like. What one's the Coca-Cola 600 a part of? The Monster Energy okay. Series or whatever. Okay. Um, and then the Bush, it used to be like the Bush Grand Nationals and all this other stuff. It's changed. It was the Nationwide. Now it's the Xfinity, unless it's changed since then. But um, so Bill France, uh, uh, actually, before we get too far into Bill France, um, Roy, oh, Roy, fuck. Kingpin dude. Ray Raymond? Parks, Raymond Parks. <laughs> I knew it was an R. Um, Raymond Parks. Was he? Let's he, take notes next time. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna take notes next okay. time. He was uh, retired. He retired from racing by the end of the 1950s. Okay. So it was basically Bill France's baby from that point on. Um. And he's in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Raymond Parks is Bill, Bill France. France. I. He has. I'm pretty sure he is, but I don't know off the top of my head. 
Um, I'm pretty sure he is. I think he is. He has to be. Um, it went on to, I mean, obviously it's grown vastly in popularity within the last couple of decades, but progressively over the years, it's grown. It's now run by Brian France, Big Bill's grandson. Um, Keeping it in the family. Yeah, it stays in the family. Like I said, the France family owns International Speedway Corp., which is owns most of the racetracks that Bruton Smith doesn't own. Um, it's kind of a monopoly. It's a shame to say that NASCAR has gotten away from its roots. Uh, 100%, you don't have the interesting little tracks like North, North Wilkesboro, which is uh, built on a hill. <laughs> That's awesome. So on the on the front stretch you're going downhill, on the back stretch you're going uphill. It makes you have to drive it completely different because it can't handle the crowds and and whatnot. And I, I this is another personal issue I have with NASCAR is they're claiming to sell out race after race after race. Mm-hmm. But how long have you lived here? Uh, since 2011. 2011. Okay. So, so you've been, you nine were, years, almost 10. You were here when Charlotte Motor Speedway had seats down the backstretch. Yes. Yeah. They took those seats out. They completely demolished them, yet they're still selling, selling out, out races. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we don't have the seats anymore. Yeah. So, oh, we're only, you know, we only sold 70,000 tickets. Well, let's block up the other 20,000 seats we have as they weren't for sale. <laughs> and then, oh, we're doing this regularly. Well, let's just demolish those seats. Yeah, they were never there. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, I, I think NASCAR's uh, unfortunately circling the drain. Um, I think they got too. The product is good now. I'll say that. There for a while, they ruined their product by going too too overboard with safety. Um, not that, you know, these cars shouldn't be safe, but it made the racing, re- like, there wasn't even side-by-side racing for a long time. That's why I quit mm-hmm. watching it. It was rough. But I know that was kind of all over the place, guys. I'm sorry I didn't take <laughs> notes, apparently. I thought it would be a good idea to do it with the uh, videos so it would look more like a conversation, but I was kind of all over the place on that one. A little bit. I did, When you have notes in front of you, you still look at me a lot, so I yeah? think it, it okay. would still... Work. Okay, well, that's good to know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just think it's really interesting how NASCAR, in the time frame that we live in, because like I said, the teacher of that class was around the scene in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and probably even the 90s. And he heard these stories firsthand from Bill France, from... Richard Petty's dad, Lee Petty, who was, you know, racing in the 50s and 60s. It, it's, you know, just to see where it's come from and how they've distanced themselves is very interesting. Yeah. Especially considering most other sports, I don't want to say don't have it because baseball just finally admitted that the Negro Leagues were, are official um, this week, actually. Yeah, this week. That actually yeah. came through this week. Finally. So. Good job, MLB. Yeah. Took long enough. I don't, yeah. So I don't want to say like no other sport has as stained of a history, but I think NASCAR is probably the most stained sport as far as illegal 
Yeah. You know, it, its entire backbone was based on illegal activity. Yeah. Without Ray Parks's king empire, yeah. then they would have never built up. All right. They would have never had the funds to actually, uh, what's that word, unify, I guess? Yeah. Come together. Actually make it a thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's the uh, behind the scenes forming of NASCAR. I would highly recommend you guys get this book because it'll give you a lot more details than I. Driving with the Devil. Driving with the Devil, again, by Neil Thompson, if you want to borrow it and read it. I actually think I might. Okay. It's it's a good read. That's, that's very interesting. I'm very intrigued. And I, as soon as you said NASCAR, I was like... I told Megan beforehand, <laughs> I was like, I don't think you're going to like this topic at all unless you look at it from a certain perspective. And I looked at it from the right perspective. You yeah. taught it from the right perspective. I've, yeah, so. I, I wasn't going to teach just about NASCAR because half of our people... Actually, I think all but one of our people, and that being your dad... <laughs> would be all right skip this episode yeah. <laughs> uh my dad's gonna love this episode so uh i think i'm gonna actually say this one's more about raymond parks than it is the, the behind the scenes nascar yeah. history because that's just too long of a title for the yeah. episode but raymond parks yeah okay not, i not I to like be it. confused with rosa parks's husband by the way same name same name different different person Yes. Very different person. Yes. Very different person. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. So now that we're done with the wonder segment. Time for trivia with Tyler. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. That was next. Well, let me get my trivia. We have it written down. <laughs> we have a schedule. Yeah, we have a schedule. I just didn't have the trivia up. Um, oh, well, well, well. I do remember it off the top of my head, though. Okay. Because my phone's not loading. Hit me. Um. So, Jane. Oh, James Dean. God. <laughs> I need. Load phone faster. Faster. Um, not not James Dean. Who was the fucking singer guy that smoked and? Uh, James. Frank Sinatra, <laughs> James Sinatra. Guys, I'm 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 hitting on all cylinders tonight, guys. <laughs> James I, Sinatra. <laughs> I have literally only had the two sips of whiskey. I haven't had any anymore. Um, oh, so Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra, not James. His <laughs> twin brother, evil twin brother. Um, Frank Sinatra died the night of the Seinfeld finale. Ambulances were able to get to him so fast and get him back to the hospital in record time because everybody was at home watching, watching the Seinfeld, Seinfeld finale. finale, which was a terrible finale, <laughs> by the way. I'll drink to that. <laughs> so, yep. I found that a little interesting piece of trivia. I don't really have yeah. anything else to... Expand on that, except yeah, for, you know, who knew Frank Sinatra had an evil twin brother named James? Yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Who knew? A little Tyler nugget for you oh, to take there home. You go. Now you know something you didn't before. There you go. Tyler nuggets. All right. Well, I reckon that 
uh, about does it. So we'll do... Make sure you hit the right button. I got to pull it back up. We'll do... <laughs> I almost hit the wrong one. Final thoughts. I just realized this is going to be... Uh, as I still have that much left. <laughs> I did not get to drink at all during that. No, you didn't stop at all to drink anything. Um, so as you were sitting down talking, I was sipping on it a little bit here and there. I saw you writing over there. And I wrote cinnamon. Cinnamon, 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 cinnamon. Because the more I drink it, the more I taste cinnamon. And I don't know if it's mixing with my coffee and it's the combination of having the coffee and the whiskey is making me just taste cinnamon. But like I would mm. like to, this bourbon would be something like I would make a bourbon cinnamon roll with. Shelby, are you listening? That's a thing. It's about to be. Shelby, are you listening? <laughs> Shelby, uh, friend Shelby of the podcast is our uh, baker friend who can probably make it if we sit around and mess around in her kitchen for long enough. But I was thinking like a cinnamon roll with like a bourbon glaze. This would be the perfect whiskey for that. Like a bourbon frosting? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Like the more I drink it, the more I'm like, this is just cinnamony. But it's a sweet cinnamon. It's not like a big red gum cinnamon. It's like a sweet. I don't get any cinnamon <laughs> at all from this. Well. Um, yeah. I... I definitely get cinnamon. I don't know. Might be coffee. Might be just my tongue. Uh, it's good, though. I like it. I like it. The burn is super mild, which I like in a bourbon. I enjoy not feeling like I'm getting heartburn. So, um, yeah, I'm still getting fruit on the front. Yeah. I don't want to say burnt toast, but dry toast in the middle and... The burn was actually smooth that time, but it has been hanging with me. Um, just sprinkle cinnamon on everything Tyler just said. Ah, <laughs> uh, God, oh, that's so. To make a long story short, and not to get anybody in trouble, let me cover this logo up real quick. <laughs> Too late. This is uh, the logo I'm wearing. Is uh, local brewery and they've just recently come out with a cinnamon pineapple beer. Sounds delicious. It's mm. good. It is very good. It's delicious, but all I taste in it, I don't taste any pineapple. All I taste is cinnamon. I want to try it. You should totally try it. I'll try and it's, it. it's gluten-free. Oh, and it's gluten-free. You hear anybody, that? Anybody uh, with celiacs. <laughs> that would be friend Greg. Friend Greg of the podcast. Friend he, Greg. Yep. Well, 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 well. Yes, you should come by and check out that brewery um, because they sell actually legitimate, not gluten-reduced and not gluten-friendly. It's gluten-free beer. Gluten-free beer. The owner's mother, uh, one of the owner's mothers, has celiacs. So. Cool. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with my guns. I'm... I can't put a finger on the fruit, but there's a fruit at the beginning because it's sweet. I just taste 
Walnuts and cinnamon. I don't even know what walnuts taste like, so. Walnuts taste like walnuts. They're. I can't remember the last time I had a walnut. They're nutty, I guess. I don't know. Um, I like this bourbon. It's pretty good. Um, I'm going to give it a strong seven. It's a seven out of ten for me. Strong seven? Yeah. I don't think I mentioned it, but it is very, very smooth. And Yes, it that, is super smooth. That, to me, is important in a bourbon. That's... Um, Flavor-wise, it's dull. I feel like it's very muted flavor-wise. It's just... Yeah. And the smoothness, that, that brings it down a little bit in my eyes, but the smoothness brings it up. So I'm going to go six. A six? Six. Oh, I thought you'd like it more than I did. I thought I would too. But, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad or anything. I would definitely continue to drink this. Um. I just, I was expecting more. Mm. Mm. I was expecting more. You got your hopes too high. I think I did. I need to not know when people recommend stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Because then I'm like, oh, well, so-and-so recommended it. It's got to be good. There are people out there who actually like Wolfburn, so. By the way, guys, guess what's not going to be in the four? (laughs) The finale. (laughs) Yeah. Ashtray. Ashtray scotch. Water. Mm. <laughs> and I'll go ahead and throw it out there too. Screwball. Neither one of those are making my two. They're not going to make mine either. Spoiler alerts. <laughs> um. All right. So I think that about wraps up final thoughts. Now, yeah. did you see what has happened during the show? What happened during the show? Um. All right. Well. It seems like I, I we're going into this blind because all I saw was the notification. So it's time. Mail time. We got our first email. We did get our first email. I'm reading it right now on my phone. We also got a donation as we were recording. What? We got a donation. Um, so thank you. Um Thank you. Who? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm reading the email too. It says, I'm sending this email because I'd like to hear your fancy drop for mail. I imagine it is AOL's You Got Mail. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Well, uh, this person did not ask to be anonymous. So. Okay. Yeah, sure. Throw her on there. All right, so uh, this is from friend Shelby. Yay, friend Shelby again. Yay, Second thank time. You. Or third or something. Friend Shelby is a lot of yes. this episode. Second time today, at least. Yes. Shelby is a one of our vertebrae in our backbone supporting us. Absolutely. And, we love you, and Shelby. Beyond not just to Shelby, but all the people that are our backbones and vertebrae that are helping us. Yeah, definitely. You're the real MVP. You are. You are. Yeah. Y'all need to go to YouTube and check us out because I don't think you're getting it from the, from the audio, but video's got it. Tyler's making love eyes at you right now. <laughs> or bedroom eyes. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. So 
Uh, this email starts off as dearest co-hosts of Whiskey and Wonder. First off, your podcast is amazeballs. Yes. Secondly, I'm sending this email because I'd like to hear your fancy drop for mail. I imagine it as AOLs. You got mail. Thirdly, I believe I've shared these ideas a time or two, but just in case I haven't, here are some ideas I thought would make for cool podcast topics. And then she goes on to list a lot of different um, Yeah, there's like a solid topics. 10 there. Ah, uh, did you see the last one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it just to keep it, keep it semi-anonymous, pseudo-anonymous, as we learned on Bitcoin. Maybe, maybe that's her name. Maybe it's not. Ooh, ooh. Um, I like your face. You made it to the <laughs> camera there. Um, um, I'll come. I'm sure I'll come up with more over time, and I'll send the list over. Lastly, hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas. I think you guys have a cool thing going, and I for one want to hear more. So keep on talking. Love, Shelby. Yes, thank you, Shelby. Thank you, Shelby. Our first ever mail time. I. And it, it came in right on time. I'm Perfect. so happy. I'm not going to lie. I would like to see them before the show, but that well, was... Well, yes, I agree. Know, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, with that being said, that's a good segue, actually, and we should have done this at the beginning of the episode, but this episode is going to come out after Christmas. Never mm -hmm. mind. I'm dumb. We should have wished everybody happy holidays on the last episode. Did we not? No, I don't think. Maybe we did. I don't know. I think we did. Maybe we didn't. Either if, way. If we didn't, you guys have a happy belated holiday, Christmas, Kwanzaa. I think Hanukkah's already over. You did. You were trying to think of how to say happy Kwanzaa. You were going to say like cool Kwanzaa cool or something. Kwan okay, yeah. Yes, we, right, had, cool. we did wish you all well, happy holidays well, already. <laughs> times two. <laughs> times two. Um, happy and New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. This is coming out. Um, the 28th. The 28th. So yes. there's only a few more days left of fucking 2020. Let's get this shit over with. It, it, nothing's changing. I don't know why people are like 2021. It's going to change on January 1st. I want it to. Yeah, that You can want all day long. Well, I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a millionaire. So freaking bad. <laughs> 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 I don't have anything to say to that. Um, <gasps> why? Why not? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, on that note, uh, I got my thing over my schedule here. Yeah. Everybody have a happy new year. Look, yes. Keep an eye out for our new year's end of year special. Yes. Right, new year's special. End, end of, of year, year special. special. Um, um, and we'll get get uh our our thoughts on what the best whiskey we've had throughout the year and this will include uh the the whiskey for the episode coming out on the no that episode will come out on the fourth never mind this will the cutoff will be basil hayden okay yep all right because so, this one will come out on the 28th and the one we do next week. We'll come out on the fourth, so that'll be the new year. Okay. Yep. Oh, so. you guys can't see it, but she's here. <laughs> she's here. Nay is right here. That's what I'm doing with this hand. This hand <laughs> went the wrong way. <laughs> um, um. All right. Well, I think with this being the episode that's going to drop before. <laughs> oh, now she's over there. <laughs> oh, you can just see her nose. Uh, with this being the episode that's going to drop um right before New Year's, I think it's 
incredibly important to say. As Don't do you, your drive. <laughs> thanks, Tyler. You welcome. You ruined it. Sorry. I thought you were pausing for me to say something. <laughs> Don't drink and drive. Stay safe. Get a designated driver. It's not worth your life. Um, and if you have a problem drinking, reach out and get help. That's a serious thing, and it's nothing to be ashamed about. Also, Uber and Lyft, too. You don't necessarily have to have a designated driver. No, exactly. But it's going to cost you an arm and a leg on New Year's, so plan ahead. That surge. Yeah, but there, I think it was last year, they offered free rides. Oh, really? Yeah. Never mind then. Don't listen to me. I don't ever take Ubers because I don't ever get drunk anywhere but my house. Fair. Um, I'm pretty sure that they um, had free rides on New Year's Eve um, to encourage people not drinking and driving. Interesting. Pretty I'm, sure. I'm curious as to how that worked with the drivers. I wonder if they still made money off of that or... I don't know. They just volunteered. I don't know. Yeah, because I... If I was Are an you Uber, an Uber driver? Email us and let us know. Yeah, because I 100% wouldn't drive if I wasn't going to make any money off of it. But anyway, true. on that note, you guys be good. Yes. And cheers. Uh, I was expecting you to say don't drink and drive. Cheers. Oh, well, I already said it. Don't drink and drive. Cheers. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I got excited. Go back. <laughs> stop it. I can't. <laughs> I can't stop it. Um, hi guys, we're back. Yep. Well, I got excited. <laughs> I'm going to blame it. Uh, I poured a finger and a half on accident. So I'm gonna you argued it. with me that it was just a finger. I'm going to blame it on that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I got a little trigger happy apparently with the goodbye yeah. button. <laughs> so cheers. We're going to talk about the Mandalorian now. <laughs> So now you get to hear our outro twice if you're sticking around. Nice. <laughs> Two for one. Who knew? <laughs> um, all right. So again, it's major spoilers ahead. This is our season finale episode on The Mandalorian. Um, yes. That means if you don't like it, then we're not going to be doing it anymore after this week. Yep. Until next Mandalorian season drops. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's start there. Okay. Is there another Mandalorian season? Yes. Okay. So, I figured as much with, they left it very open. I'm assuming you watched all the way to the end. Yes, of course I did. Okay. So, I almost didn't. She's fine. She's chewing on a toy. It's fine. Um, so, I have my hand up here like it's supposed to be doing something. It's even in the frame, too. Um. So on the one hand, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what what they left to be done. Uh, the huge all, all of Mandalore that could be the entire plot. That, he is exactly. now that's he's the officially ruler of Mandalore. Yeah, I he think has the problem the is going to be Bo-Katan is going to be the new baddie. You think? Yes, they're going to fight for it. I don't think I think Mando is going to end up wanting it. I can I can see that happening. Really? I think yeah. I can see okay. them somehow twisting it so that they're against one another. Okay. 
curious. I'm interested. Okay. That's just that's just what I see. Second off, at what point this is this is my question to you. At what point did you realize what was about to happen at the end? Are we talking like Luke? What? Luke? When did you realize it was Luke? Um when I saw that he had a glove on his hand when he was using his lightsaber and right. I knew that was his metal hand. So let me tell you. And I, I was spent the entire time he was fighting before we saw that saying, let me see the hilt. Let me see the hilt. Let me see the hilt. Yeah, I saw the hilt too. Let me tell you my, my thought process while this was happening. And yes, we're still drinking. We did not finish these by the end like we normally do today. Um, for anybody Lots that's watching about. on YouTube. What? Lots to talk about. Yes. So, when the one X-Wing comes by, I was like, okay. And then somebody said, oh, it's one X-Wing. At first, my thought process was, oh, it's just Joe Schmo out here for a patrol. You know, happened to turn up out here. Go yeah. figure, right? Yeah, one X-Wing. We're saved. Woo. And I was like, as it was parking in the bay, I was like, the fuck is one X-Wing going to, oh my God, it's Luke's X-Wing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's what one X-Wing is going to do. So I knew before he even got out who it was. I was like, oh my God. I was fangirling the fuck out. And let me tell you, this episode, as critical as I have been about this entire series. Worth it. I'm not going to say worth it. It played with my emotions in a way that I don't like my emotions to be played with. Nay, enough. Um, like, I, I, I'm not an emotional person. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like you don't know emotions. To cry. Uh, no, I just don't like emotions being stirred. Um, I prefer to just go through life like a robot. My anyway. co-host, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Um, just call me Bender. Um, That's right. I'm emotional enough for both of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So this one stirred emotions I wasn't comfortable with, but in a good way, I guess. Yeah. With uh, Mando and, and Grogu. Um, and let me tell you, I did not think it was actually him in that suit. And I didn't think that was him doing that voice. You didn't think it was Pedro Pascal? No, I thought it, it might be him in the suit but I didn't think he was doing the voice. Yeah, it was his voice. I have only ever seen him as uh, Oberyn Martell in oh, all right. Game of Thrones. So I thought he just... No. I mean, maybe maybe he's like, you know, a good actor and can do different voices. But <laughs> he might be a good actor. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that was when I realized it was Luke. I was like, the X-Wing's parking. I was like, what good is one X-Wing going to... Oh my God, it's Luke. Yeah, one X-Wing's going to win. Duh. Yeah, yeah, you got this. Yeah, and then I saw the hilt before I even saw his hand, and I was like, oh, it's fucking Luke, easy. I couldn't see the hilt. There was one, uh, and I, it was before the hand, but it was like it flashed. Yeah, it like, just I know, if glimpse. I would have seen the hilt, I would have known for sure. Yeah. Um, But I, I didn't want to immediately jump on the, oh, it's definitely Luke bandwagon. I was willing to be like, it's someone else. I was willing. Mm. I uh, I wanted it to be Luke. As weird as it is, 
and this is off topic, but talking about lightsaber hilts, this is the kind of kid I was. And this is who, like, I obviously I grew up, but this is how I was when I was like eight years old. Um, you know, they used to have those like little toy lightsabers at like Walmart you'd get. Yeah. I was so anal about it that I had to get, it was when Phantom Menace came out. I had to get the green one with Qui-Gon's lightsaber <laughs> because they had the different colors in the different sabers. And I had to get the blue one with Obi-Wan's and like, I wasn't happy if they weren't right. Oh, I, I've been a perfectionist my entire life. All right. I uh, ha- I was a Mace Windu fan. I had all three. Of course you did. Oh, yeah, yeah I was that kid. Yeah, but that's that's the lightsaber I had was Mace Windu- Windu's. And then I also think I had Luke's at some point in my childhood. You know what I want? Oh, One of the God. really nice, like, $500, like, display lightsabers. Yeah, me too. I want one of those. I want one of those want so it. bad. I want it upstairs. Yes. So for those that don't know, we do this in my house, obviously. If you look behind me, you can see we're in a room. Um, I have an upstairs room above my garage that's unfinished that I'm finishing off to it's be... going to be a studio. Our studio for this and for me with my music you can see behind me. Um, no, you cannot find my music anywhere. I don't play music and publish it, so... And then I saw that face in He's real good. life. Yeah. I'm I'm a, uh. music, I'm a musical parrot. Anyway, back to back to Mando. Or whatever. Anyway, yes. At the end. The very end. The last end end. The after credits? Yes, the after credits. Yes. Is that what that's called? Yes. I wish they would just put that before the credits. And call but it then the before won't. the credits. <laughs> but then you won't stick around. I got places to be and people to see. Nah. Actually, uh, that's not true. I got places to be and that place is my house. (laughs) And I say that. I mean, I'm talking about like in theaters usually. Yeah. Like that. Well, I I don't want to stay there till like the very end end. At theaters, what I do is at the end of the movie when the credits start rolling is I'll pull up aftercredits.com and see if there's one for the movie. That's a thing. I leave. Oh. I don't leave until I know for sure if there's a scene or not. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, mm. I think I missed like two or three Star Wars ones ever since Disney took it over. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I can catch the trailer on YouTube or catch it, catch it somewhere else. Yeah. I, I want to say if ever for some reason Mark Hamill listens to this, Call I us, email us. <laughs> Please, I'll give yes. you my address. We'll send you a sticker. <laughs> we'll send you. We'll send you fifty stickers. No, I just want to send him one. That way, I can have his address. Oh, okay. We'll send Mark <laughs> then, Hamill then one. I'll, then I'll send sticker. myself in the mail <laughs> a box. Um, at this point, if Mark Hamill does listen, he's not going to fucking talk to us. Nope, never. Um, but if for any reason Mark Hamill ever listens to this and he ever gets this far, I love you. So much. You were such a huge part of my growing up. Um, between your work on uh, Star Wars, your work on Batman, just you are one of my heroes, and I love you. I want to second everything, but I think you missed a big one. Avatar. Avatar, yes. I did miss that one. The best Fire Lord. Yes. Yes. The best Fire Lord. Yes. But... So tell me what you thought about the after credits. 
Um, what do you foresee? Because I thought about it while... Sorry to cut you off. I know I just asked you a question for your opinion. But during the battle, like I noticed he just kind of dipped out. And I was like, oh, maybe he's going to come back. No, he just mm-hmm. gone. He said he would reunite them, but that's that's when their contract was up. He was out. He yeah. dipped. All right. Yeah. Uh, so that was obviously um, Jabba the Hutt's palace. Palace, yeah. Um, so I'm thinking that the spinoff series is going to be him taking over that mafia chain. So I I was a little confused. Did Jabba's assistant, he had gotten fat, number one. Was he trying to be the new Jabba? From what I could tell, yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was saying. He was sitting there like, like the big dog. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't nobody around hardly. No. For a minute, I was like, what the fuck? Did he kill Jabba or something? I forgot Leia killed. Spoiler. Leia killed Jabba <laughs> for a movie that's from the 70s. Spoiler, guys. I forgot Leia killed him. That one um, came out in 83, I think. Oh, yeah? I think. Okay. Maybe 81. All right. Anyway. Um, for a movie from a long, long time yeah, ago in a yeah, galaxy that shouldn't far, be a spoiler. far away. That should not be a spoiler. No. <laughs> um... Oh, my thing fell here. Oh. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I, I forgot she had killed him, but I would like to see, and I know the timing is a little bit off on this, and I haven't watched Rebels. <clears throat> no, never mind. The timing is the timing's not off. This would never happen. This this occurs after the. After the Death Star is blown, or after uh, Return of the Jedi, and Obi-Wan kills Maul in Rebels before A New Hope. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say he's going to fight Maul. Oh. Criminal underworld dominance. Whatever happened to that, by the way, at the end of the Solo movie, or Maul was in the Solo movie. Like a second. Yeah, I know, but they left it open like... We were going to get something about him. I think it was fan service more than anything. Um, I I don't know. Could be wrong, but I think that was just... Well, I mean, with the Clone Wars, and I, I don't know how much he's in Rebels, but with the Clone Wars, he was trying to build up a, you know, basically be a gang leader, crime syndicate. So, you know, maybe... I, you know, I, I just thought it was going to tie together somehow. Yeah. I'm I'm disappointed it doesn't, but anyway, so you think it's just going to be about him? Yeah, I think it'll be the adventures of Boba Fett. Mm, I hope it's not. <laughs> I, honestly, I was really hoping it was the mall thing. I'm a little sad now that I... You just, like, crushed your yeah, own hopes I, and dreams? I just took a dump all over it. Um, <laughs> Disney can retcon whatever they want. So, you can hang on to your little bit of hope until December 2021. Can I? Didn't Disney do Rebels? Yes, I think, but Disney can retcon whatever they want. I mean, the hell, they brought Sheev back, so. <laughs> it's like, Disney does Disney. All right, let me tell you one more thing about this episode. and This two-hour-long yeah. episode? How? Oh, we're sitting at like an hour and 20. 
it's fine. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, no, it's not bad. Oh, I thought we were way further than No, that. I was super short on my presentation today. <laughs> um, product of not having notes, guys. I'll take, I'll do notes from now on. Sorry, I norm- I normally do. I just figured with the cameras, it would look more natural, but no, anyway, no, it was like when I tried to do both digital and analog notes and I just well, it fucked us up. You were also drunk and being interrupty, but you know, whatever. I've heard, sorry guys, <laughs> I've heard that episode five is not worth listening to because I was drunk. I don't remember being drunk. I don't think I was drunk until after the episode, but <laughs> anyway, um, I lost my train of thought. Damn. We were talking about Maul and Disney. Yeah, it was something else about the episode that happened early in the episode that had I had a question about. Um, Oh, no, I just want to let you know how dumb I am. When Moff Gideon was like, I just wanted to study his blood. You can have him. I was like, oh, that's sweet. I was like, oh, it's just a misunderstanding. I'm fucking dumb and naive. Oh, you were as gullible as I was. Yeah. Oh, you felt the same I way? I felt oh, the exact same way. Thank God I wasn't Exact same way. Oh, I'm so glad. Um, Houston knew that it was a trap, but I was sitting over there like, oh, yeah, he's just going to give him back. And it's, it's I was fine. one. I was like 75%. Oh, yeah, this is awesome. And 25%. It's a trap. <laughs> so, yeah. I would say I was sitting right there at your same percentages. Yeah. I was like, I knew there was a good chance, but I was like. I'm going to take you at face value. You, yeah. you know, that's a curveball Disney would throw. Nah. No. No. Did, so answer me this question. Did they kill him or was he just knocked out? They He was just knocked out. I am going to say he's going to be on trial. Um, they have announced that they're going to do a, um, oh gosh, what are they calling it? Something of the Republic. It's damn. They're they're milking this teat for all it's worth. Oh yeah, they, they are. Oh yeah, oh, they are. God, they have a money printing machine, and it's just slapping Star Wars. You know, I only know of a few companies that have money printing machines. Disney is about ten of them. Disney, Chick Fil A, <laughs> Chick Fil A prints money. You ever been through the drive-through about lunchtime? You can't. <laughs> you can't. It's a parking lot. That's about the only two I can think of that print money. Walmart, maybe. Nah, not like Disney. No, not like Disney and Chick Fil A. Uh, yeah, Chick Fil A prints money. They print Disney money. just Star Wars money comes. Well, Disney's got Avengers too. Yeah, they have Marvel. They have. And everything. Yeah, no, y'all ain't got none of my. Y'all ain't got no money for me for the Marvel. You get my. Uh, honestly, that actually. Uh, I kind of hope my family never hears this, but. Um, speaking of giving money to Disney. That's usually my Christmas tradition. Is I go. I hate going to the movies. I can't stand it. I don't like movies. Um, but I. The way my family does Christmas, because my parents are split and whatnot. And I go to one on Christmas Eve and one on Christmas morning. But I like to be alone, so I leave by noon and come home. And so usually <laughs> Christmas, you know, four or five in the afternoon, I would go see whatever Star Wars movie had come out 
that yes. December by myself. Yes. Um, but this year there's no there's no movie theaters. Mm, well, I think you can go to the movie theater. Mm. I think you can. Well, you yeah. could at for at one point. I don't know if uh, Cooper's allowing that anymore. Oh, well. But, well, either way, yeah. I will be at home probably watching Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yep, Wonder Woman. I feel like I have a sound effect for that, <laughs> but I don't have my little thing up that tells me what my sound effects are. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Swing and a miss. <laughs> yep. Um, or Soul. Both of those are going to be coming out on uh, Christmas Day. The hell is Soul? Soul is the new Pixar movie that's going to be streaming on Disney+. Plus. Mm. It looks really good. And as someone who likes music, you might want to check it out. Yeah? Yeah. What's it about? Uh, jazz musician. I will watch a trailer, but I'm not a huge jazz person. I feel like jazz is just playing a bunch of wrong notes and calling it music. Um, oh, damn. Sorry. <clears throat> wow. Anyway. <laughs> I, I pretty much love every kind of music except for... Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to be a music snob and say everything except for synthesized music like uh, dubstep and it's got to have an actual instrument in it, not a keyboard and drum machine. I can make dubstep on my computer. Um, you have to actually have an instrument in there. But jazz is about the only instrument music that I don't particularly enjoy. The okay. only genre. Okay. Um, but with that said, I don't know what I'm going to do Christmas night oh there's a football game on that's what i'll do i'll watch the football game <laughs> merry christmas yeah merry christmas i would cheers but i'm out i am almost out i will finish right now but um yeah so overall how would you say this entire two 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 last questions i guess how do you feel about the mandalorian this season like okay. the overall season and how do you feel about the series overall okay um, the Mandalorian right now is carrying Star Wars, um, to the next generation because the sequels did not, sadly. Um, and I, I like it. I'm a fan of like space Westerns though. Like I have rewatched Firefly over and over and over and over. Um, so I like the the way the story is. Um, I liked the first season more. Um, but I liked this season a lot too. So I'm going to, I'm going to say I'm a fan. I'm, I'm not to the point where I would get like a baby Yoda tattoo, but I'm a fan. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm interested. I do want a lightsaber on my finger. What color? Purple? Purple. I want you to know you can't see this. Guys, you guys won't ever see this. But in, in the recording software, Megan's track is colored purple. Because I love purple. And, Everything and I own and is purple. And I colored your video track. Purple. Oh, you know me. I do. Oh, purple. Um. So I saw purple. something on 
probably be my left hand. Probably your left hand? Yeah, because I'm left-handed. That'll be where my lightsaber is. Yeah. That's one so day. So one goals. day when we're big and famous and made a lot of money, we'll have a lightsaber duel. That could be premium content. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, so I'm looking at my phone. I sent Megan this picture that this this actually was, if I can find it. Are you talking about the Darth Vader? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, the, let me look at you with my own eyes. Yes. It was... Oh, I you're can't. not an emotional person, but oh my god! Yeah, no, well, no, that one, that one, that <gasps> that got me emotional. Like, oh. I, I saw this picture. It was it was of the Mandalorian and the child with yeah, face to face, face to face, and then it had Vader and Luke face to face, and it said, "Let me." It was titled, "Let me look on you with my own eyes," and man, like I said, it made me feel emotions. I. <laughs> I was not comfortable with stern emotions. Um, yeah, and it was like, damn it, the symbolism there was too good. Oh, you bastards! Brilliant. Um, what did you think about the um, CG Luke? And obviously, it was Mark Hamill's voice and everything, but that—that's not his current face. I was very interested in how they did that because his voice has gotten deeper. Yeah. So I was curious as to how they got his voice to sound like it did when he was young. Um, he's also a very good voice actor. Yeah, he is. So he might've been able to throw his voice back a few d decades. <laughs> well, and that was part of what I was kind of looking for here on the, on my phone is, um, I found the guy that actually played Luke in the Mandalorian. Yeah. He doesn't really look like no, Luke. he doesn't. That was CGI. Yeah. But there is a dude out there who does look very similar to Mark Hamill when he was young. Oh. And people are, they're hoping Disney will bring him on. Interesting. Um, okay. I thought it was, I couldn't tell that it was, I knew it obviously wasn't Mark Hamill, but I couldn't tell if it was an actor that looked very close to him or if it was CGI. Okay. Or if it was a combination. Okay. I was in the moment I was caught up with the story and everything going on to yeah. overlook. Yeah. I've been very nitpicky about this entire series. Oh my god. Have he moment, have you? Yes. Has he been nitpicky? Yes, guys? I have. Um, oh my god. But Do you know how moment, many people hate you because you don't like Rosario Dawson as a soaker? <laughs> I am not watching the Ahsoka uh, series. I'm oh. not. She's not my Ahsoka. That's. Uh, I'm sorry. She's. She doesn't look like Ahsoka. You're wrong, and mm -hmm. it's okay nope. to be wrong. Denial. I, I am. You're in the denial stage. And no. It's all right. I'm the right one. Everybody else is wrong. Y'all no. just blind. No. Bunch of blind motherfuckers. Anyways, um. Yeah. So I. I, I was more curious of how they did it. I was like, oh, interesting. I can't tell what this is kind of then. Um, you know, I think the nostalgia of Luke had me focused on on other things. Um, yeah. I saw something else that I wanted to bring up, but I can't freaking find it now on my phone. I should have saved it. Um, 
That's okay. Anyway, <laughs> I was going to see if maybe I scrolled it. I did see a funny thing. Somebody dressed up. Somebody dressed up as the Mandalorian, went into the Lego store, and picked out a Baby Yoda like Lego build. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks to entertain yourself in 2020. Yep. Um, but yeah, overall, I definitely like this season much better than last season. Really? Yeah, last season was, mm-hmm. it felt like the Tales of Mandalorian, and I'm not going to lie, if it's the Tales of Boba Fett, eh. I'm, honestly, I might not even watch it. Make the noise. What noise? The red noise. <gasps> <laughs> I want you guys to know you can't see it, but that one is a specifically different color than all the rest. Um, uh, there's only... The applause and the red one, or the red one, the the Megan scream, <laughs> are different colors. One's yellow, one's red. Um, yeah, I. You are hurtful, and you hurt my feelings. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face. <laughs> I I want to press an all button, but I don't have one. Oh. Um. I'm sorry. Oh, well, well I, I. You're wrong. It's okay to be wrong. Let me let me say it this way. It's not that I wouldn't watch it. It's more of the. I got to find the right way of wording things here. I the only reason I've watched The Mandalorian as religiously as I have is so we can talk about it. Um, if it wasn't for this bit of this podcast, I probably wouldn't have watched it and just streamed it all as one, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. back to back to back, like Christmas. Like Christmas. That, that would have been, <laughs> that would have probably been what I did instead of going to the movies and seeing the Star Wars. I would have just watched all the, the entire season. of. The well, Mandalorian. I am glad that you've been able to stick um, around and, Talk to me about it. I'm so and, and I've enjoyed these segments. Oh, I have too. It's I've enjoyed watching it. It's overall, I would definitely give it like a six out of ten, six and a half out of ten. It was enjoyable. Eight and a half. I'm gonna call it six and a half. I'm going eight and a half. Uh, I understand. I'm gonna give this season like a solid seven and a quarter. But last season was like a five. So no, this season was like a seven and a quarter. The entire series is like eight, nine, eight and okay. Nine. Anyway, um, that's what I expect to happen with the Boba Fett series and the Ahsoka series if I do decide to watch that. And um, I'll probably keep going with The Mandalorian just because I am curious as to how they'll spin that with Bo-Katan. Yes. Because they have to fight. Yeah, yeah. They have to fight. She is the princess, so I mean that's it's it's definitely going to be she's interesting. Satine's sister, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. So it's it's definitely like how Boba Fett like he saw her and he called her princess like that. Anyway, I thought he was calling the other girl princess. No, he was calling Bo Katan princess. Oh, I thought that was an insult. Oh, no. that's right. I forgot she was. Um. Fuck, I just, Satine's sister. I just said her name. I couldn't remember. <laughs> Damn. I'm getting old timers. 
Um, all right. Well, I think that right. about wraps it up yep, with the Mandalorian. I want to long uh, ass random episode. Yeah. So been, thank I've, you for sticking yep, around. Yep, uh, first y'all. ever video episode. So if you watched us on YouTube, hi, thank you. This is what we look like. Yep. Um, we're, um, whiskey and wonder, whiskey and wonder. <laughs> I was going to say, we're going to try to get this up uploaded by Monday. Yeah. With, with the episode drop, right? Yeah. I don't know. I've don't never even, used YouTube before in my me, life. Me neither. So. And I don't have any video, video editing software. And there's same. A, yeah. So we're going to have to, uh, yeah, we have no idea what, what's happening. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Not at all. If you guys haven't figured that out yet, at least as far as we the have video no goes. idea what we're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Period. I don't even know how to drive a car. That's not true. I know I how to drive. I was about to say, then how are you getting home? <laughs> um, My dog drives. Oh, that's safe. <laughs> Remind me. next. Text me every time you're getting on the road. <laughs> um, yeah. So I reckon with that, you guys send us some emails. Yeah. Tell us how terrible this episode was because I didn't take notes. <laughs> I'm open to it. Bring it on. I, I deserve it. Um, I thought I could do something off the top of my head. Uh, stickers, reach out to us if you want a sticker. Uh, give us uh, ideas of what you want to hear at the end of the episodes because obviously this is the season finale of The Mandalorian. So next we got to have something else to talk about here at the end. Yep, baseball season's over with. Um, not that we necessarily talked super long about baseball, but... Um, something. Maybe if you guys email us, we'll have stuff to talk about. Yeah. Anybody but Shelby. Shelby's off the hook. <laughs> She's emailed. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess on that. Shelby's note, just gonna have to change her name and like email us every week. Well, maybe Shelby's not her name. It Pseud- might not be pseudo anonymous. Yeah. Just like Bitcoin. Um maybe her name's Navia. <laughs> maybe Megan's dog's name is Shelby. It could be. You never know. You don't know. All right. I guess with that, guys, uh, we're sitting here at an hour. Holy shit. We're sitting here at an hour and 42 minutes. Oh, it's time to go. Yep, I think it's time to go, guys. All right. On that. Don't drink and drive. Cheers. Do your drive.